The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate world. the work of those who fall away. my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers who are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Rotten to the Core Wednesday. If you'd like to check us out online, do so, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you head over to SonsLibertyMedia.com, you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio. Scroll down right on the right side of the page, and we are going live. Second video down. You can click on that and enlarge it. That's right. You can see the faces made for radio. And right above that is also you can click on that and join us in the chat if you'd like to do that. Um, plenty of people there this morning. Good morning to you guys in the chat room uh, across various platforms, not just the one that, that we're broadcasting on here, but across various platforms are in the chat this morning. Good to see you guys. Also, <clears throat> right above this, the live video, is Bradley's show from yesterday. 
and you can click on that and watch that if you missed it. Also, he'll be he'll be live at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com right there on the right side of the page. While you're there, please be sure to subscribe to our email newsletter. We don't rent your email, sell it, or spam it. You get one email from us a day, and that gives you all the articles that we have out at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com for the day. Bradley's mine and other contributors that we have. And uh, you also get the morning show archive. So if you're always wondering, hey, I missed the morning show or this, that, and the other, where can I find that? Well, SonsLibertyMedia.com is where it goes up, and you get all of the additional resources. You get the video portion of the show, the podcast, and all the resources that we talk about. Uh, some of these documents we're going to be showing you today, the links and all will be provided in that particular article format of the radio show. So if you're interested in going further and, and acting on the information that we give we give to you um, and you might need that to share with friends or just to uh, help yourself in some way in creating action for the things we're going to talk about today, that's where they'll be found, sonsoflibertymedia.com, okay? And that'll be up later this morning. Also, while you're there, again, we don't ask you for money. We just let you know we have needs. It does cost money to do what we do. And there's a donate button there if you'd like to donate, if you agree with our message and what we're doing. You can make a one-time donation or you can become a son or daughter of Liberty, which is a monthly partner that helps us do what we do. Uh, you stand by us and support us, not only with prayer, but with finances so that we can do the things that we do, not only on Internet and radio, but throughout the country in all 50 states uh, as we go out and seek to stir up the gifts that are within you as we teach you our Christian and constitutional heritage here in America. Now, with that said, again, as always, we're on a, a number of, of video platforms, dlive.tv at The Sons of Liberty, Cutting Edge TV on Roku. I haven't mentioned some of this in a while. Before it's news.com on the front page. Um, our YouTube channel is basically, we're not using it, but you can go over there and subscribe if you want. Bradley Dean, just put that in, you'll find it. Uh, also, Periscope and Twitch are still going. Uh, Periscope is anyway, and so it's going out on my um, Twitter account at FPP Tim, Twitch at uh, News Tycoon. That was all I had to find there. Anyway, <laughs> it's out over there. And then Periscope is on setting brush fires. So if you guys want to check us out on those, you can do so. Also, we're live on Rumble, live on Rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live, all one word, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. You want to check that on Rumble. They got a great platform and they're growing. So. You know, be patient with them. Uh, they don't have a thing where they archive the show. So we're not like YouTube does. Once we did a live show, we just left it up. And it was, you know, I knocked off the first five minutes. There's nothing. But over at Rumble, they haven't yet got that to that point where they're actually archiving the show. So until they do, the live version comes down. And then uh, about an hour or two after the uh, the morning show is done, then that gets uploaded. Okay, same thing happens with Bradley. Of course, in the afternoon it takes a little longer, but just so you know what's going on over there. All right, this is Rotten to the Core Wednesday, and as always, I bring on with me my friend Lynn Taylor. And so, good morning, Lynn. Hi. <laughs> and Lynn is chipper as always. Now she may say she's not a morning person, but every time I turn on the screen on Wednesday morning, <laughs> she's smiling and she's bouncing around. Well, most of the time, she is. And uh, so, Lynn, we, we've got something we got to get to today because this requires the action of the people to mm -hmm. curb back the usurpations of the federal government, violations of the Tenth Amendment, violations of the jurisdiction of the home, Deuteronomy chapter six, and uh, 
it's a pretty serious, this is a pretty serious thing. This isn't just we're going to throw money at something or we're going to uh, write legislation. This has a thing of directly impacting our future by attacking our past. Absolutely, it does. And thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, yeah, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on, uh, goodness, I'm trying to sit here and think. I didn't, when I put the archives together, I didn't put a whole lot of links in because I want folks to really focus in on the urgency. We only have about eight days for our responses to get to the federal government in response to the proposed changes that the U.S. Department of Education has rolled out in conjunction with an executive order, and that executive order is 13985. And, of course, we're going to go over that today. But uh, this partic- the particular changes are going to come at us from two funding streams and going to set up two national programs, Tim, to, federal- to finally, fully, completely, tyrannically, totalitarianly uh, set up of uh, nationalizing and federalizing education across the board. And let's let's remind people of something here. Uh this is this is completely lawless, okay? It's completely lawless to do this. In fact, not only is it a violation of the ninth and 10th amendments, but 20 USC 1232A, which uh Lynn puts in her articles quite often, is a prohibition against federal control of education. So it's not just against the Constitution, the laws that have been written per the Constitution state clearly, no provision of any applicable program shall be construed to authorize any department, agency, officer, or employee of the United States to exercise any direction, supervision, or control over the curriculum, program of instruction, administration, or personnel of any educational institution, school, or school system. Um I got to tell you, Lynn, it, it's almost like we don't need a a verbal response here. It seems to me we need some arrests to be taken place because these people mm-hmm. are 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 bent on breaking the law. They're they're telling us they're breaking the law, and it seems that we need arrests to, to be happening in throughout the Department of Education, throughout the Congress, through in. Mm-hmm. You know, shoot, I mean, it, it it's just it's so criminal. I don't see how people can't see what it is. It absolutely is. Now, in the article, I give you a, a short synopsis of the um, the damage that this particular uh, document uh, with these changes is going to make. Uh, and people can read that if they want to. But let's go, if you will, Tim, let's go to the particular document where we can um, show folks what this is setting up. Now, let me point out, normally when there are proposed changes, uh, the government puts it on the federal registry and they give us a window of opportunity to be able to make public comment. It was one of my friends late last week, I believe it was, in California, and he is really uh, concerned with the predator-teacher uh Uh, relationships that we have seen happen, especially since Common Core came around. But he is the one who showed me this. And I said, you know what, I'm going to get this out there. Point of it is, is this came out in late April. And here we have a week left to be able to make comments on some of the worst sweeping changes I think I have seen in all the years that I've been researching. 
Well, they've got their opportunity. They've they've stolen an election, and so they're they're looking to push uh, as hard as they can to get these unlawful measures in place. Although, right, it's the state's jobs to interpose and stand against this and nullify this stuff. That's their job. Well, absolutely. But if you'll remember, um, every time we've had a uh, secretary of education, what have I said? You know, here's where this one's going to come in and do this, and here's where this one's going to come in and do that. And what did I say when we did the show uh, probably a couple of months ago when Cardona was sworn in? said, watch what he's going to do. And this is one of the things under his watch that has now popped up. So if you've got that link ready, let's go ahead and go there. All right. Is this the first one, regulations.gov? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That is. That is it. Okay. So if you want to read that for folks, it doesn't sound so bad when you you look at the title. Proposed priorities, American history and civics education. Um, It's the summary is the Department of Education. The Department of Education Department, yeah, these guys ought to be in charge, <laughs> proposes two de- two priorities for the American history and civics education programs, including the Presidential and Congressional Academies for American History and Civics Academies. <laughs> Why do they do that? Why do they put department and academies in, in parenthesis after what they just said was an academy? Or a, That doesn't make sense to me. Well, you know, a lot of this doesn't make sense. Now, they will show, uh, if you continue reading Yeah, on, let, me, let me finish that. In national yeah, activities okay. programs, assistant listings, numbers, blah, 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 we may use these priorities for competitions in fiscal year 2021 and later years. We propose these pr- priorities to support the development of culturally responsive teaching and learning and the promotion of information literacy skills in grants under these programs. Well, that's all fine and dandy. There's just one problem with it. It's in the violation of the Tenth Amendment. Oh, it gets better. (laughs) And I say that with a smile, but this is so awful. It is just terrible. Okay, the purpose of these programs, Tim, that you just laid out, the American History and Civics Education Programs will support the efforts to, one, improve the quality of American history, civics, and government education by educating students about the history and principles of the Constitution of the United States, including the Bill of Rights, and two, the quality of teaching of American history, civics, and government in elementary schools and secondary schools, including the teaching of traditional American history. All right. It goes on to tell you it's going to support the establishment of presidential academies for the teaching of American history and civics. It's also going to set up congressional academies for students of American history and civics. Now, let me pause right there. Okay. You're going to expand your executive branch of government in creating academies that are not only illegal, but unconstitutional, and they were prohibited. And there's no reason why in the world you should have presidential academies and congressional academies when they can't even get the schools that that are already in existence, right? What makes you think the new ones are going to be right? And furthermore, why would you set these up to teach the Constitution, to teach American history and civics when this flies in the face of it in the first place? Well, that's exactly right. They want to put their spin on what the Constitution says. They want to put their spin on what our history has been. 
You know, it was Barack Obama who said America was never a Christian nation. Well, that couldn't be further from the truth. Anybody would go back and read the laws of the original 13 uh, states would would see they were citing Scripture in the laws for why they had a law and for what the punishment was. They cited Scripture for those things. So what they want to do is they want to come along and they want to steal our heritage from us. And they want to say, oh, we're abiding by the Constitution because they're going to twist the Constitution just like the devil does the the Scriptures in order to make it appear that they know what they're doing, that they're sticking with the Constitution, that they're actually lawful when they're lawless. That's what they're doing. Okay, very good. Now, it goes on to tell you in these proposed changes, Tim. Now, listen to the wording, okay? The purpose of the National Activities Program is to promote new and existing evidence-based strategies to encourage innovative American history, civics, government, geography, learning strategies, professional development, and programs for teachers, principals, and other school leaders, particularly such instruction strategies, activities, and programs that will benefit the low-income students and underserved populations. National activities. How many times have we heard national programs when it comes to education or health care? Things that were totally unconstitutional. Now, if you look at the wording here, it's telling you innovative. Well, that means uh, algorithms, data collection, data tracking. That means technology. And in what context are you going to be teaching the Constitution or the Bill of Rights? You say you're going to put them in because that's, you know, part of the language further on in these proposed changes. But in what context are you going to put them as they should be? Are you going to somehow say, well, you know, it's it's not relevant to 2021 and here's the way we need to go. I'm not really sure what what the reason is that there but there's clearly an issue on the public private partnership which you haven't brought up yet but we brought up no, in past shows. No, we're going to get there. We're okay. going to get there. Yeah, I know that's I know that's where a lot of this stuff is going. Yeah, it is. Well, it has to. Yep. You know, if you're going to continue to privatize education to the point that the government is wanting to do it or federalize it, you have to increase your public-private partnerships. Now, it goes on to tell you there are two priorities with these proposed changes, okay? And again, there's a, a short summary in my article, so if you don't have the time to read the lengthy proposed changes, you can always get the, the the short and sweet or the short and bitter, I guess I should say, um, on my article. Okay, so the first one is diversity. And here's how much I've pretty much summarized it. Because of COVID, it's been unfair and has spurred systematic racism to continue. It uses democracy and not a republic. It uh, gives a nod to the New York Times in their 1619 project, as well as the Smithsonian Institution, which we know is a non-government organization. It's taxpayer funded, but it's also aligned with uh, the United Nations as well. And by the way, the Smithsonian has just reached out to uh, entice the homeschooling population to join them in virtual free field trips. And uh, one of the main uh, sponsors, if you will, is uh, NASA. Okay, priority two, we're going to improve literacy, Tim. 
because we all got to be able to read. I don't know what we're going to be reading, but um, it also uses democracy instead of a republic. And it cites the power of active citizenship, which is a part of the American Federation of Teachers organization, which uh, had championed No Child Left Behind. They championed the Every Student Succeeds Act. They have championed everything that has come down the pike. They also are partners with the UN and uh, belong to all kinds of groups that have ruined education. But they also were the ones who heavily influenced the CDC to change how schools need to reopen in these times of COVID. And it also cites the Brookings Institute, which if you'll go back on my blog and just type in Brookings Institute, you're going to find out these these people in this organization have been on the Common Core Machine payroll for years. Indeed, they have. Um, now, what do we got that uh, is going on with this registry? Because you said there's just about eight days or nine days that right. people have to act to, to put some uh, voice to against what's going on here? Right. You can make comments. So, you know, so let's say you hear the broadcast, you read the article, or you go back and you read everything that's in this uh, proposed change document. You have the opportunity to comment. Now, Tim, if you'll go back to the Federal Registry page, we can show folks how to get to the comment section. If I do, If I do what? If you'll go back to where you just were on the federal registry. Okay. Okay. All right. If you'll scroll all the way back up. All right. All right. You see where you are and you see where it says comment? Comments received. Yeah. But if you click up top, you can make your own comment there. Browse the comments here. You can browse comments there, but if you want to submit one, I think it's the blue button that you you hit. This one, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. And you just type everything in that you want to say, no matter how nice or how rude. Now, I will tell you, when you uh, get to the point that says, what are you writing about? You want to put in federal agency, okay? Okay. Because that's exactly what you're commenting on. Are the proposed changes from the Department of Education. So this is a federal agency. So that's where you can go. And of course, that link is in there as well. And speaking of comments, I did say in the article that uh, if folks wanted to hear what I had to say, <laughs> that um, they could tune in today. So if you want to pull those up, we can read those. Okay, which ones you want to pull up? It's the one that I sent you over message. Um, it was the screenshot of my comments. Oh. I said I forgot to mail it to you. Yeah, I forgot to open that back up. That's okay. Go ahead That's and okay. do it while I okay. I'll go ahead and, sure. I'll go ahead and bring it up. Okay, so what, what Tim is going to be showing you is uh, the copy that I got from the Federal Registry saying, okay, we got your, we got your comments and here's a copy of them. Okay, so here we go. <clears throat> you have got to be some kind of stupid to buy into the intent of the federal government is pure here. Absolutely unconstitutional and downright treasonous. This is federalizing education, which is against the U.S. Constitution while pretending to teach the Constitution. Setting up presidential academies and congressional ones violates several amendments and laws, most especially the Tenth Amendment, as education is a state-level right, not a federal entity, and 20 U.S. Code 1232A, which strictly prohibits any federal government overreach. Our U.S. government has been marching closer to socialism since 100 years ago, 
and every president from Carter to Biden, regardless of Republic, Republican or Democrat, has passed the buck while widening this road. Using COVID as some sort of justification for these proposed changes by the U.S. Department of Education is a farce, if ever there has been. By these changes being passed off as helpful, these are thinly veiled control mechanisms to continue to rob every American of their freedom. Freedom, which, by the way, was bestowed by our creator, God. The government, as per our founding documents, are to preserve that freedom, not remove it for some U.N.-based agenda, which will create more racial havoc and persecution, not decrease it. As these proposed changes suggest, I'm appalled at these changes, and it's my true American duty to report treason, which this executive order mentioned in these changes commits. Amen. Amen. So, so if we're going to rock the boat, let's rock it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they definitely are in an area that they're not supposed to be in. Right. And again, folks, just like everything else, it's mainly targeting the children. We've seen the branches of it, how it's coming after us who are adults too. Don't don't get me wrong, but it basically targets the children. It's just like the LGBTQ, uh, you know, agenda. It targets the children. It's like anything else. It targets the children. Why? Because if they get the children, then they've got a whole they've got a whole nother generation. They don't have to make unlearn and then learn something new there. And so this is the way totalitarians have always done it. They've always gone after the children. Okay. Now, in my comments, I said that there was an executive order that these changes give a nod to. Let's go there. That would be under two A in your email. This is uh, the executive order one. 3985 that uh, was put out this year. And if you would like to read the title there for everyone. Advancing Racial Equity. I mean, this is from the guy who said, they're going to put y'all back in chains, all right? Uh, This is Mr. Racist himself. Advancing Racial Equity and Support for Undeserved Communities through the Federal Government. And he says, by the authority vested in me as president by the Constitution, the laws of the United States of America, it's hereby ordered, blah, blah, blah. There is no authority in the Constitution. There is no authority given to the president to do what he's doing here. Yeah, but it gets better or worse. All right. Here's his policy. Equal opportunity is the bedrock of American democracy. Okay. First, it's not. (laughs) Equal Mm -hmm. opportunity is not a part of Americanism. Neither is neither are we a democracy. In fact, that's outlawed. We are guaranteed a Republican form of government. And our diversity is one of our country's greatest strengths. But for too many, the American dream remains out of reach. Now, let me back up just to, can I, I just want to throw sure. in something. He's got sure. so much mess here. The American dream, people, you need to understand what the American dream is. The American dream was the Puritan idea of being able to work and to do all things for the glory of God, and to see his blessings come down like we read in Deuteronomy chapter 28. That was what the American dream was. Now it's a house and two cars and a chicken in every pot or something like that, and 1.24 kids or something, okay? But that's I've not... never understood the 1.2. How do you do that? <laughs> well, they don't count them as kids. You know what they? You know what yeah. our government I thinks know. of children. I they know. want to kill them, so it's that's the I way know. it is. But the fact of the matter is, he's reading here American Dream, and I just want people to understand, the American Dream was a a specifically Christian ideal. It was not this materialistic kind of understanding. But he Mm -hmm. goes on and he says, the American Dream remains out of reach for for too many. 
Maybe he could help them with some of that money that his son and him are getting from Ukraine and Russia and all these other places. Maybe he could help some of those people that, uh, no, he's not going to do that. Entrenched disparities in our laws and public policies and in our public and private institutions have often denied that equal opportunity to individuals and communities. Our, commun- our country faces converging economic health and climate crisis <laughs> that have exposed and exacerbated inequities while a historic movement for justice has high, ugh, this guy to be talking about justice has mm-hmm. highlighted the unbearable co- human costs of systemic racism. Our nation deserves an ambitious whole of government equity agenda that matches the scale of the opportunities and challenges that we face. Is therefore the policy of my administration that the federal government should pursue a comprehensive approach to advancing equity for all, including people of color and others who have been historically undeserved, marginalized, and adversely affected by persistent poverty and inequity. But why are they like that? I'll tell you why. Because the government has put them, in in many cases, they have pushed welfare. They have pushed the abortion clinics in their communities. They've pushed the, uh, the ABC stores in their communities. They've pushed the drugs in their communities. That's why many of them have been that way. It isn't because they're somehow in un, unequal or they don't have the same equity as other people that our own government, this same hypocrite that's, that's saying this stuff right here, Lynn, has mm-hmm. been one advancing the very welfare state that keeps these people sometimes in the situation that they're in instead of allowing them to come out of that system. It challenges them and says, well, you can't, you can only get this welfare if dad's out of the house and you can only get this welfare if blah, 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 you jump through our hoops and you can only do it if you make so much money. So if they make more money, then they lose that and they don't get the other. And it's just, it's a trap for the people. And yet this hypocrite says, hmm, I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring some changes to that. Right. And if you go on and read the rest of the executive order, you're going to find out that a lot of this is going to be setting up more data mining and more um, activities to get all these people on the, the, the blockchain because you have to be able to control people through education and work on the blockchain. Now, if you'll scoot down to section number two, it's going to, des- it's going to define for you who all this kind of racial equity is going to target. It's not just skin color. Okay. All right. It says, uh, for the purposes of this order, there's, here's the definitions. The term mm-hmm. equity means the consistent and systemic, uh, fair, just, and impartial treatment of all individuals, including individuals who belong to undeserved communities that have been denied such treatment, such as black, Latino, and indigenous and Native American persons, Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders and other persons of color, members of religious minorities, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer. Persons, persons with disabilities, persons who live in rural areas and persons otherwise adversely affected by persistent poverty or inequality. B, the term undeserved communities refers to populations sharing a particular characteristic as well as geographic communities that have been systemically denied a fully a full opportunity to participate in aspects of economic, social and civic life and exemplified by the list and the preceding definition of equity. Now, he goes on to tell you in three that his domestic policy council, because this is a domestic issue, is going to be in charge. 
Uh, he's also going to tell you that it's going to work with public-private partnerships and just about anybody and everybody, especially in the government, to be able to make sure all this um, equity, which is being uh, put in the place of equality, and that's what it should should be is equality, not equity, because as we've said before, the government loves to use the equity word when it means equality. And we know why. It's because they're more concerned about money than people. Um, it goes on to tell you that uh, if you look at the rest of this executive order, that within six months, what's going to happen? And then within a year, what's going to happen? And here we are, not even six months later, and the Department of Education is going, okay, to back up this executive order, here's everything that we can do. Now, watch what some of the other federal agencies might be rolling out as well, because remember, this is not going to be just about education. This is going to be about jobs, health care, and everything else. And I'm here to tell you that uh, the current administration is really hawking up the um, the need for jobs and how uh, – the American job plan that Biden has is going to be the the answer to everything. Yeah, the problem with that is is that Biden and his crew along and by the way, this this went on with Trump too, mm-hmm. okay? Just so everybody understands, they put in all this COVID nonsense for unemployment and you know what? People are making more money sitting at home than they can uh, to go out and get a job. In fact, I've run across so many people here recently who were saying this this company up here's got I mean I think it was in Michigan this guy's mm-hmm. got jobs open 60 to 90,000 dollars a year no experience needed you know he's looking for workers he can't get workers why cuz the people are sitting at home and I'll bet some of them are, are quote conservatives who are drawing an unemployment check and it's it's more advantageous for them uh, mm-hmm. you know practically speaking to just take that money sitting at home than it is to go get the job right. they're getting more yeah. money that way yeah, you're right. Now, if folks have never heard of this, um, oh goodness, the uh, what was it? The uh, the AFT group uh, for citizenship. Let's show them what that website looks like. That would be number three in the email. There you go. Okay. All righty. Do you want to read the the poster there that says the less? Oh, yeah. The less you invest, the more we protest. In other words, the <laughs> less money that we that you don't that, that the federal government doesn't extort you for, the more we're going to protest over it. Absolutely. Now, I, what I wanted to uh, point out was the particular date on this was summer of 2018. And here we are three years later. And. You know, this executive order is touting this group. So what is it that they do? All right. They're talking about um, the tragedy at the Stoneman Douglas High School in Broward County, Florida, where we know what happened there. And so it's uh, all about, let me see here. I'm trying to get down to it. It's trying to use that, Tim, as the springboard for how we need to look at civics in American education. Now, I'm not quite sure how they have made the connection between school shooting and American civics, but here you go. 
I'm not sure how they make a lot of things, to tell you the truth. But it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me that they're tying the two together, uh, just like they're going to try to tie a lot of different things together. Well, we've seen how they've done it. We've seen how they've used the issue of education to tie into all kinds of stuff. Oh, wait a minute. I found it. Here it is. Education for citizenship is the first essential part of securing the future of American democracy. Uh, This is not because, as some have incorrectly suggested, popular support for democracy is flagging or because today's youth are less committed to democratic governance than previous generations. In fact, the best evidence indicates that the support for democracy has increased modestly and American youth are more stalwart in their support for democracy than those who are older. Yeah, it's because their little mushy minds have been filled with this democracy crap and this socialism and not having real uh, American history taught to them, nor the Constitution. Because if they just, I mean, if they just read the Constitution where it says every state is guaranteed a Republican form of government, they would not be talking about this democracy mess. They just wouldn't be talking about it. Here's the slippery slope. Rather, it is because openness to authoritative rule is greatest among those who are disaffected and disengaged from politics and who are under the sway of prejudice toward fellow citizens of different backgrounds. So when a person lacks a sense of his or own power as a citizen, experiences a problem that dysfunctional democratic institutions have been unable to solve and has little experience in working constructively with other citizens on common goals, he or she is more likely to give up on democracy and turn to a strong man to solve his or her problems. Education is the powerful antidote to this authoritative temptation because it can impart that needed sense of civic efficacy and common cause. Was that a mic drop? Yeah, <laughs> that was my phone. <laughs> that was that was my mic drop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I get it, I get it. Okay, so all of this is tied back to something that we we have. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was last year where they were pushing mm-hmm. this stuff, and of course Donald Trump came out and see this is how the American people get played. And I and Bradley and I talked about this the other day. This is how mm-hmm. the American people get played. They give you the worst thing they can give you. Okay, in the WWE arena up there in D.C. So you get a usurper, Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka. He comes in. Everything's terrible, this, that, and the other. All the stuff's unconstitutional he's doing. Then you get a Donald Trump who comes in and says all the stuff that people want to hear. And some of that stuff he actually follows through on. But then he also advances all of the bad stuff, all the unconstitutional stuff, like on the education front. And so we had this thing come out called the 1619 Project. I know you're going to get to that. And Donald Trump said, no, 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 we need a 1776 kind of deal. Now, that's fine if he wants to educate federal, you know, people who are under his authority, even though most all those agents agencies are unconstitutional, too. It's the people who are supposed to enforce the law, the militia. And he wants to come in and do it. But then he wants it to go out into the schools, too. He wants to have control over that. And everybody says, oh, this is such a good. No, it's not a good thing, because, again, it doesn't matter if it's a Democrat uh, president who has a good idea that, hey, kids ought to be getting real American history. That doesn't matter. The point is he doesn't have authority in that area. And so we do this, whether it is a Democrat or Republican in office. And so he was waging war, if you will, 
against this 1619 project? How does that fit into the things that we're talking about here? Okay, um, let me back up just a minute. Uh, I know recently, because there's been such a, a bunch of news about, you know, the critical race theory, which ties to all this, um, that was Trump's answer was the 1776 commission. And he whipped out an executive order that this is how it's going to be in America. And this is how we're going to do education. And then he went and appointed a commission to make sure that this rivaled the, the 1619. Now, let's remember one thing. The New York Times is the one who put that together. Uh, the 1776 uh, committee was supposed to put uh, some sort of educational resources together from another end of the Common Core machine. So, you know, you've got one over here going, no, we're going to use this one that's Common Core aligned. And the other one's going, no, we're going to use this one that's Common Core aligned. So either way, you're screwed. Um, but you know, that's, that's exactly what it is. But the way that all this stuff pulls in together, Tim, is because it's coming at it from the uh, race disparity. Well, when we know nobody stirs the racial pot more than Biden and Obama and those guys, we saw it with for eight years with Obama. Uh, mm -hmm. We definitely saw it with Biden, and virtually every time he speaks, uh, he's coming out with something on bringing up issues of race. Now, <clears throat> I don't want to get into the thing of our, our previous guest, but there there are distinctions of people. There's no question about that. We talk about ethnicities and cultures. But my mm -hmm. goodness, if you were born in America, you're an American. It doesn't matter what your skin color is. Doesn't matter what right. your what you know where your grandparents came from or something. If you're born here in America, if you if you've got a, a, a American parents, you, you're born here. You're you're an American at large. You're a citizen of whatever sovereign state that you come from. Okay, and this idea that there's a lack of equity or a lack of equality, even. Is, mm -hmm. It just flies in the face of what we have in our Constitution, what we have in the Declaration of Independence, which tells us that all men are created by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Those rights are equal across the board. Nobody is without their rights. Right. Absolutely. So, well, if you'll go to the article, okay, and if you'll look for the image that has, I think it says federalism and it has the two circles where they're joined, if you'll pull that up for folks. Okay, I don't know. All right, right underneath it, you were asking how all this plays in together. So right underneath it, if you'll um, read that for everyone. I've written on the critical race theory before. It's rooted in the Black Lives Matter campaign, which is rooted in Marxism. Some of the proposed changes pay homage to all of these causes, as well as paints another government-sanctioned race-baiting disaster in the making. According to the regulations website, part of the Federal Registry, the proposed changes to American history are, in part, due to not being culturally responsive enough. What's that supposed to mean, go. Lynn? What's that supposed to mean? We just, we, we haven't been good uh, uh, member state people, because that's what this is going to. It's not about that you're an American citizen. It's that you're a member state. And uh, I'm not sure how we would be referred to under that kind of system, but that's exactly what this is. Yeah, I, I just, the law is what it is, I, and history is what it is. You know, we were talking with John Weaver the other day about history and about history being accounting 
of the providence of God, his decrees being carried out in history, not this racial, whatever, culturally responsive stuff. It's mm-hmm. an issue of showing the, the decrees of God being carried out in history so that men might look to him, that they might learn from the past so that they won't, they won't repeat the same errors as their forefathers. Uh, and people could go to places like 1 Corinthians 10 and see mm-hmm. that that's exactly what uh, the scriptures were given to us for of the Old Testament, not only to point us to Christ, but also to teach us not to go the way uh, the Israelites did at the time and follow after other gods. So as far as I'm concerned, when we talk about American history, we're looking at the decrees of God that came to pass in American history uh, that show his divine providence in doing all things for his glory. I, so I don't when I hear this kind of stuff, it, it gets very self to me. It's very self-centered, very man-centered. And obviously mm-hmm. it is to manipulate young little minds and uh, to turn them into something that they're not supposed to be. Right. Well, now, if you'll go back to the article and I want you to look for the uh, the uh, cartoon image. And I don't want to spoil it. I want folks to see that. OK, if you can enlarge that and if you can't see it, what's happening is you've got a person who's fixing a fan and then you've got another person coming around the corner and um, he's carrying a bag of fresh manure. So uh, we know where this is headed. But it is the um, and while you're looking at that, it is the uh, uh, passage just above it, Tim, in red that uh, if you would read for folks. As we know, P3s or textbook fascism 101. <clears throat> Excuse me. But hey, as long as we're updating American history with Marxism, why not throw in fascism? Makes sense as you make a totalitarian government move like federalized education. There you go. And that's what we need to be uh, basically commenting on. And this is why it's so urgent for folks to, you know, go and find this uh, link that we've given you for the Federal Registry so that you can read it, so that you can see just how awful and unconstitutional all this is and what it's going to do to education and what it's going to do to our nation. And, you know, fire back. You don't have to be as long-winded as I was in my comments. You could just say, you know, heck no, not on my watch. I do know that one of my um Longtime followers said that uh, she sent a copy of the U.S. Code 21232A. Uh, she sent an image of that to remind them, hey, this is not even supposed to be there. I know that um, this particular article with this kind of information in it and these, uh, you know, the urgency that we need to make these comments and protest this. And you don't have to make an email comment. You can actually call, I believe it is. The only thing that the uh, Department of Education doesn't want you to do is go to their office because, you know, you might give them COVID. Uh, but it's been what I'm trying to get out, Tim, is that this has caught a lot of people's attention as it should. And, you know, the last time I went and looked, there were like 10,000 comments. We need 10 million. We need so many comments that would let the government know, hey, we're not going to put up with this because here's what they're going to do. They've got these proposed changes out. They've, they tell you in the language that they're going to make more changes. But they're not going to tell us what those changes are until they hear what we have to say. So, in other words, we're being delphied to death. Well, I, yeah, and I think this is all being set up for something in the future, too. Right. I mean, that's that's my perception. It's being set up right. to be so bad 
so they can provide the savior. It's a Hegelian dialectic again, and they're already mm-hmm. they're already ramping them up, people. If you don't see it, you don't have eyes to see. The Trump twenty twenty four and the DeSantis thing, and uh, of course, Lynn has pointed out DeSantis has not been the honest upright guy he should be on the issue of education either oh they are painting him as the savior and i'm going to tell you what people um i I just saw yesterday you remember the old cartoon uh batman and uh when the mayor of gotham city had trouble he'd put on the the big light and you'd see the image of batman well somebody has done that and they've put trump's face and i said no if anybody should be in that signal it should be jesus so, yeah, we've got a lot of people who are saying, oh, well, this is so bad. You know, don't you wish Trump was in office? No, because he was pulling some of this same garbage. Well, that's exactly <laughs> right. And speaking of uh, Batman. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I always like to do that when uh, when uh, when Bradley's on uh, because they they kind of joke with us about uh, Batman and Robin. But anyway, you're exactly yeah. right. And this is a, this is a setup that's coming. I think this is why things are being pushed so bad. And then everybody thinks that everything's just fixing to go under and they bring in their alleged savior who will continue to do the same agenda. He'll just talk. He'll just sing a different song for you. He'll sing a song that you want to hear to put you back to sleep. And, uh, and, and I think, I think that's exactly what's coming because either way, both of these men, whether it's a Biden or whether it's a Trump, they want to come in and they want to, uh, control. You. control. That's right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it's a control that you say you like or a control that you say you don't like. For instance, in the Biden issue, this, the 1619 and the, the position on, on this, uh, uh, cultural responsiveness and all this stuff, or whether it's the 1776 push that sounds good, even though it's lawless. I mean, yeah. so I, I do think they're setting the people up again to play them. And guys, as long as you're going to turn on turn on the DC WWE match and you're going to enjoy it, that's where they want to keep you. But again, we're pointing people back to the states. The states can nullify every single bit of this that's coming out because it's unconstitutional. Okay. Yeah. The one thing, though, I would do, uh, there are actually a couple of things I'd like to say, you know, somebody might be hearing this and go, well, you know, if they're delfying us and they've already set up the solution, why should I even bother making a comment, you know, because it's going to happen anyway. It's public dissent. And, you know, as you said in the beginning, we need to be doing more than just protesting with words. We need to have arrests. We need to call treason for what it is. And we need to take citizen action. So getting your your voice out there is just the beginning. So, you know, have the gumption enough to make a comment because, you know, it will be on public record. And, you know, it it may not make a difference, but what if it does? You know, what if it does? And second of all, oh, goodness, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's okay. One of the, the things is, oh, is no, for there people. there was a second point. It well, was but, what you were talking Okay, go ahead. If, if people are if people are active in that, and we've heard it before, if there's enough people that come in in a certain amount of time making comments or things of this nature, it does have an mm-hmm. impact. If they it don't does. hear from you, they think, oh, we're just going to go ahead and do this. Well, one of the reasons I know that it can make an impact, whether it's your words or your voice, is because we have recent examples from local communities and from state levels where uh, the 
the citizens have made so much noise. I think it was up in New York that at a school board meeting that the parents had made so much noise by chanting this one thing that they drove every member of the school board out of the meeting. And that was the point. Then you've got, um, I think it was over in Arizona, there was a, a pushback by the parents as well. But, oh, I know what it was. The changes that these um, uh, things are from the Department of Education. If you'll remember, Tim, a couple of weeks ago, we did uh, a show on two bills that wanted to create a new federal partnership between the federal government and the states in education. And these proposed changes not only would help put that into place, but it would make going to your state level or your local level almost impossible because, again, this is going to be federalized. So this is why, yeah, fight it at your local level, fight it at your state level, but by George please fight it from the federal level, because if we don't, we're not going to be able to be effective in our backyard. Hmm, exactly. Now, I have dropped the links so that people can uh, go to that page, the regulations mm -hmm. page. And uh, guys, again, if when you go there, I've dropped it in the um, in the chat. When you go there, it's this blue button here that you want to make your comment on. Okay. And uh, be sure to do that today. Share it with your friends. Share it on social media. And, yeah, we and, have a week. Yeah, and tell people tell people exactly where to go. Just drop this URL in there. It'll come up. People do it on your social media accounts, whatever, and uh, and just drop a, a comment, even if it's one to say this is unconstitutional and a violation of the Tenth Amendment. If that's all it is, that's fine. Point, yeah. them, but point them to the law, um, mm -hmm. and uh, and of course you can grab the um, the particular image that. Uh, Lynn has from her article here on 20 USC 123A, and you can drop that in there or you can cite it. Just uh, cite, yeah. you know, copy and paste it uh, in <clears> there. <throat> but but I would recommend pointing them to the law and say, you don't have authority to do this. Why are you even asking us about this? You don't have authority. Mm -hmm. We haven't given you authority for it. And I think really that's the best measure uh, that people can have is to point them back to the law and say, you're breaking the law. You mm -hmm. swear to uphold Absolutely. the law, you're breaking the law. We're not going to have it. Uh, Lynn, mm -hmm. we're coming up on the end of the show yes. here, and uh, not to rush you, but we've got about a minute here, <laughs> so I'm going to give you uh, plenty of time. Tell people where they can find out about you and how they can support you. Okay. Well, if this show wasn't enough for you, I'm going to be on the Liberty Bells tomorrow with Suzanne Hamner, and we're going to be talking about this as well. And then on Friday night, I get to stay up late and talk with Jeff Rents about this on the Jeff Rents show. Um, and that will be, I think he's got his, yeah, he's got his own website, but I will be uh, the last guest he has on Friday night. That'll be at 11 p.m. Uh, but it'll be in his time zone uh, much, much earlier. So anyway, you can find me at commoncordiva.com. I do have a donate button there. And my current need is I need to be able to go to Virginia. I've been asked to be a keynote speaker at a teacher conference. And so I really could use the help to uh, to get there. You so that's already plugged in for you. Uh, prayer support is always needed. You can find me at Twitter. You can find me on MeWe, localactivist.org, which is a part of the Citizens for Free Speech organization. And you can find me on Roku, Breaking News Journal. All right, Lynn Taylor, thank you so much. We appreciate you. you as always. And uh, Jeff France really likes you. He's got you back a second time. Guys, we'll be back with you tomorrow, 23 hours. Don't miss Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. See ya.